I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. I am super excited to introduce you to my newest guest, latest guest, my friend, Kathy Riva. She's an educator, business consultant, and a creative artist with decades of leadership experience. She has guided thousands of children and adults over the past seven years, teaching mindfulness in schools and corporations. She leads people through movement, breath work, and acupressure to help de-stress. She has personally overcome childhood trauma, professional stagnation, and formed long-lasting relationships by using these tools in her daily life. Kathy passionately believes that learning to pay attention to your body's signals is the key to living in the present moment, and she's eager to share this life-changing information with us. Welcome, Kathy. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm super excited because I thought this was important, and I know you are, are big into breath work, and you and I have been discussing how, as we, as we well, we, most of us don't even breathe properly, but as we get older, it becomes even more essential to breathe properly. So I just, with my, my first question to you is that, is that, does deep diaphragmic breathing calm the nervous system, and what are some of the other health benefits for women in midlife? Well, that's a great question. And I'm going to break it down because I do teach a lot of children. So I'm going to use some like tween terms. First of all, it's like dia what? Like diaphragm <laughs> breathing? Like what is that? Um, so let's just replace the word diaphragm with belly. So we're just going to say belly breathing because uh, it just it's a little bit easier to visualize. And I'll just even give you a quick experience. So um, if you just put both hands on your belly, right underneath your belly button, and you just take a breath, in and out. What you're looking for is to feel your belly expand when you breathe in and exhale out and contract. And when that happens, that's called the belly breath or diaphragm breathing. And the reason that's so important is because science shows that it really increases not only your longevity, but it decreases stress, it decreases blood pressure, it gives you better sleep. There's just so many reasons to pay attention to this particular breath. And believe it or not, we probably already are doing this when we're calm and certainly when we're sleeping. But what I found in my own life, Lauren, and how I kind of came to this breath is that when I was working in New York City and completely stressed out, I would start holding my breath or I would breathe really shallowly, which means I would just have my chest kind of do all the work for me as opposed to my belly. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? So it still keeps us thriving and working and playing, but we can have less stress and a longer life if we just consciously pay attention to that belly breath. So that's so, why I do it. So most of us, and I agree with you, like I've noticed this when I'm not paying attention um, to my breath, that it is, I am breathing in my chest. It stops right in my chest. And I feel stressed out when I do that. Like it tends to be shorter breath and 
you know, but to think you have to like stop and think to breathe properly. So explain why, why are we just stopping our breath here? Like what, what's going on there? And well, I just had to take a deep breath now. So thanks for reminding me. Even now <laughs> I'm a little nervous because we're on this podcast and it's new. So even in this moment, I just really paused and I just noticed my breath. I purposely paid attention to the breath coming in the nose and out the nose. And the reason I think that in our lives, wherever you are right now, we, we tend to just be doing things and we have whatever our lives are, whether you're single or married or a man or a woman, like you just get through the day because we're so focused on goals. And I think at least I can relate to that because that's how I, I'm a recovering type A is what I call, tell people. I'm like, I'm a recovering type A personality where you know my, my objective in life was always to get to the end goal and the journey was less important. So um, I realized that I had to start slowing things down and that's just what we're doing. We're just slowing things down and why it's important is because what happens chemistry wise, like the science behind the stuff is so interesting. When you slow down, you take a break from work, you'd look up to the window. If you're working from home, if you roll your shoulders forward while you're on Zoom, what happens is your neurochemistry changes. You increase the serotonin, which is the happy chemical, and you decrease the cortisol, which is the stress chemical. And when that works, you basically are opening up the prefrontal cortex, which is the ability for the brain to find you know, new solutions to problems, creativity, uh, the use of the five senses. It gives you access to just a deeper part of yourself. So that's one of the things that's a benefit from just practicing slowing down and breathing. Let me me ask you this. What, what led you to this epiphany that you said like seven years ago that you changed? Like what, what was it? So my life uh, on the outside was going pretty well. I had a TV show. I I was married. I I just had my, I had a child. Um, Things were, you know, kind of blowing, but I was snappy. I was irritable. I was, I was realizing that my behaviors to, especially clients and my, more importantly, probably family, let's be honest, like the family got the brunt of my irritability and I didn't like that. I was like, okay, that isn't working for me. Something has to change. And I knew I, at the time, couldn't decrease my workload. So I was like, okay, so I've got to find another avenue to, to manage my emotions and manage my own stress. And so that's really where this led me to this practice, which I've been doing for 20 years, by the way. So it wasn't like an overnight success. It's a daily practice that got me to like figuring out, okay, I need to double down on my, on my self-care. Well, that, that's good. And I'm, I'm just, that, that will help other women probably realize, you know, that they too need to just maybe switch their mindset a little bit and focus on their breathing at the very least. Um, yeah. Even for 60 seconds, by the way, I tell kids, I'm like, you know, and even grownups, right? Like when you learn to brush your teeth at age three or six or whatever that age was, you weren't running to the bathroom and be like, I'm brushing my teeth. Meditation <laughs> and deep breathing kind of are the same thing. Like you're not going to be like, oh my God, this is like the most exciting thing. But just like the benefits of brushing your teeth where you like have this beautiful smile and your, your breath smells fresh. When it's like brushing your teeth for the mind and the benefits are so exponentially amazing that it's just worth taking 60 seconds at the very least and doing it every day, twice a day, what, as many times as you can. So if I breathe deeply, like what will happen? What happens when you breathe deeply? Well, let's just try it. Let's take a breath now. Okay. Just a nice deep breath. And 
And do you notice anything that's changed? Like, do you feel differently? And you might not, by the way, but do you notice anything? More relaxed. My shoulders dropped. Yeah, I noticed your shoulders drop. I could, I literally could sense that the, you know, sometimes we walk around with our shoulders right at our ears because we're moving, moving, moving. And then all of a sudden we realize like, let's just drop the shoulders, soften the neck, release the lower back. So a deep breath, uh, our body listens to that signal and unconsciously does those things. It drops the shoulders, it softens the belly, it softens the back where a lot of women especially hold tension. Mm -hmm. And by releasing that tension, Lauren, you're, you know, you're just giving your body so much more access to healing, to wisdom, to everything that's great about being human. Yes, I like that. Okay, so let me ask you this. Can breathing help with hormonal headaches? So I have hormonal headaches, right? So I am 50 or going on 50 very soon. And one of the things that's popped up in my life uh, is is intense pain. So how you tell, so my doc, I'm not a doctor, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. But my doctor told me how you can tell it's a hormonal headache is if it's on one side of your head. So mine are always on the right side and they start kind of over my eyeball and they crawl down to my ear and they tense up in my neck. And it's just, it's it's a debilitating feeling for a short period of time. So I started doing breath work to see if I could like alleviate that pain because sometimes medicine just doesn't help. I also practice Reiki and acupressure and those are great tools um, as a sidebar, we can talk about in the next podcast to help with that. But the breath work uh, component is when you have a hormonal headache, if you can imagine your breath extending all the way to your fingertips, and then your fingertips, you want to imagine in your mind's eye, your fingertips are pulsating. You can feel the heartbeat in your fingertips. And what that does, it changes your blood flow. It increases the blood vessels and it allows for, so what causes hormonal headaches, I guess, is because of the imbalance in hormones, as, especially as we get older. For women, um, you know, there's like a decrease of estrogen and increase of testosterone and whatever that imbalance is, the increase in blood flow and the balancing of blood flow really can help with that. Wow. That's amazing. So does it, can deep breathing also help with digestion? Yeah. So, you know, I don't, there's a lot of talk right now with gut health and like why it's important to be in a lot of your podcasts, you've done some really great podcasts on just this topic. But gut health and breathing go hand in hand because when you belly breath, imagine like that's the same area as your digestive center. So the less stressed you are when you engage the, you know, the sympathetic nervous system and you're able to rest and digest is what is called when you relax. So the rest and digest, the, the more relaxed you are, the easier your digestion is. And, and what's interesting about that for me is that the, you have more energy because your body is spending less time working out like diverting defense systems, right? When you're like defensive or you're nervous or you're anxious into transforming that to energy it puts into digestion. And then once your food's digested properly, then you have so much more, you have an abundance of energy for your day. Hmm. Okay. So let's talk, is this going to make us feel younger? That's, that's Absolutely. What everybody wants to know. <laughs> so, so that's the, that's the, that's the best part about this, um, you know, belly breathing. And it's, look, it's not a miracle cure. It doesn't make stress go away. It doesn't change your boss. It doesn't make your kids take out the trash. It doesn't make your husband like all of a sudden worship the ground you walk on. However, <laughs> what it does and why it makes you younger is it gives you perspective so that all of those situational, um, pressure points become a lot more humorous. And 
not every situation is going to find, you're going to find humor, but it just gives you this beautiful observer perspective. And I can't really explain how that works, but after really seven years of doubling down on my practice, I am just funnier. I'm lighter. Uh, and I know I have less wrinkles. I know that sounds crazy and there's no doctor, there's no evidence about this, but I used to have these crazy wrinkles in between my eyes. They were called anger lines or like the, the, um, parallel lines. So I used, my doctor was like, those are anger lines. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess I got a lot of anger issues. And like, I have so, my, my wrinkles are like, they're just, they look better. So anyway, that's my Botox. come on. <laughs> no, but I do like your podcast on Botox. So <laughs> thanks. I'm not against Botox by the way, but Hey, if you can get rid of your wrinkles naturally, that's even better. Well, uh, just try it. I'd say, you know, there, you, the cool thing about breathing Lauren is it's free, right? So yeah, if, it, yeah. if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. If it does work for you, that's great. But either way, there's nothing wrong with trying it. Conscious and anyone can do it as long as they're alive. Right? Yes. Yeah. As long as you're on the planet, give yep. this a shot. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Now, also, okay, here's another thing, though, that I get a lot of questions about and something that really affects many women in midlife, and that is sleeping. So you know, can sleep, you know, it's proven obviously that as we get older, sleep becomes even more important. You should get at least seven hours. If, you, if you're lucky, try to get nine. Last night I got five and a half because we've got these birds outside my window that just seem to like to go bananas at two o'clock in the morning right now. So can breathing help us achieve a sounder sleep? And I, when I say breathing, obviously breathing. <laughs> yes. I mean, deep breath. Yeah. So that's, so thank you. That's a good question because I often struggle with getting to sleep or worse right now I'll wake up like, like you said, three or four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and the breath I practice when I am looking to ease my worried mind, especially when the thoughts, right? So what happens when you lie down on your bed, that's when you're, you're like, you're like everything you didn't get done in the day comes back to you. Or when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, all the things that you have to do tomorrow and you're like, either excited about it or anxious about it, all those, it's almost like we teleport ourselves into the future or we transport ourselves back into the past. And, and that's just what the human condition is. Mm -hmm. So there is a great breath technique, which I'm going to walk us through really quickly. It's called the four, seven, eight breath. I do this when I have trouble sleeping, if I can't go back to sleep, because it trains the thoughts, right? So you're looking to pull your attention to something other than all of the things that are going through your mind. So this breath, called the four, seven, eight breath, and you inhale for four. Are we going to do it right now? Okay. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So you inhale for four, okay. you hold for seven, and you exhale for eight. And the reason you do inhales shorter than your exhales is because that exhalation really brings your mind and your, your sympathetic nervous system online. So uh, let's just try it, right? So absolutely, let's walk. We're gonna we'll around. do we'll just do it for a few minutes, but we're gonna inhale for four. First, I'm gonna count you in. I'll do two counts where I count you in, so you can do your find your own rhythm, and then I'll let you do two counts on your own. All right. So so everyone take a nice breath in. Make sure both feet are on the ground if you can, and if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you are <laughs> listening to this podcast in a relaxed space, give your you give can, your eyes a rest. You can just to, you can do this while you're driving as long as your eyes stay open, right? Like, I yeah, absolutely. The place that I really find myself deep breathing a lot is when I'm in the car. Yeah, that's yeah. a terrific spot because you have the time and right. you're a captive audience. So that's a great suggestion. Eighties music, but I am deep breathing. <laughs> okay. You can do both. There's it doesn't have to be complete silence. Only okay. if you're sleeping doesn't help if it's complete. Silence. Right, right. 
Okay. Um, so this is a great breath. So I'm going to count you in. You're going to do two with me counting, two with you not counting to find your rhythm. So when you're ready, we're going to try and put both feet on the ground, take a nice breath in to prepare. And you can let that out with a sigh. And then I'm going to inhale for four. One, two, three, four. Hold for seven. Seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one. Exhale for eight. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale for four. One, two, three, four. Hold for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for eight. Eight, seven. Five, four, three, two, one. Now you go. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. On your own. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes if they were closed and wiggle your fingers and toes and just give that a shot if you have trouble sleeping. Give it a try. I feel a little like lightheaded. Is that normal? Absolutely, because sometimes because we don't pay attention to our breathing. Uh, when we stop and, and focus the breath, it really does give us that little bit of lightheaded feeling. It's like that energy butt burst, kind of like a, an espresso shot or free know, buzz. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a bonus. <laughs> Without going to Starbucks. Um, another question then, how is this different than box breath, which I hear? So I love the box. I love the box breath. So I love the box breath because it gives you a, a, I'm a visual person. So I love the fact that you have to visualize a box as you're kind of tracing breath, uh, in your, in your mind. So the box breath is for people who don't know. It's like inhale for four, exhale for four, sorry, inhale for four, pause for four, exhale for four, pause for four. Right. So it's just another variation of the four, seven, eight breath, but it's, uh, the same philosophy, which is that when you pause and exhale, you're creating space. So what happens when you, you're breathing in and out and you acknowledge the pause, uh, it just allows for you to expand and create more space in really everything in your life, but especially your breath. Okay. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. It does. It, it's a visual. I mean, with the box, yes. but you're literally are visualizing, visualizing wow. a box. Um, I mean, I, before the pandemic, you know, I was doing a lot of meditation. So I got to get back to it. God only knows I probably need it more than ever. Um, Everybody does, P.S. Like meditation is such a beautiful gift to the world because it's not just one practice. There's not just like this person who's being Zen on a rock somewhere. It's actually like for every single person on the planet, there's a different way to meditate. So I really encourage people to just investigate either the apps that are available or even YouTube or online or, hey, you can check out my website too. But like all the places... Uh, to direct you to guided meditations, I think are really beneficial for the planet. 
So, yeah, well, I was going to say beauty may be a bitch, but meditation is a chore. So how can we make it more fun? So that's a, so I am, I'm, I'm a playful person. I actually think that my mission on earth is to help people find their play again, especially adults that are uh, kind of aging into mid midlife, whatever that is. So I do a dance party in my family almost every day. And when we are dancing, we're shaking it out. So we do a shaking meditation and it's physically like we're just shaking it out. Almost like that Taylor Swift song. We're shaking all of our body parts at once and we're completely silly and we collapse into laughter usually at the end because it's that ridiculous looking, but that's a form of meditation. So, um, Oh, really? Yeah. I used to, I used to do dance parties with my sons when they were little, but now they, they don't humor me, but maybe we'll get back to that. I don't know if they'll, they're getting too cool. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, I've got a teenager and it is a little bit less likely that she's going to be dancing with me, but I still do the dance parties for myself. So even if you're dancing alone, Oh, I, I, Billy Idol Idol recommends it, right? Right. A dancing. Yeah. Well, anybody that knows me knows I'm usually in my car singing my eighties music at the top of my lungs until the kids get in the car and yell at me to stop. So, um, okay. What else would you like to add? Like what, what other wisdom does our audience need to hear from you about deep breathing and or meditation? I think we've covered really everything. I think some of the biggest resistance I get, so I teach teenagers. That's my, my, my sweet spot. I do a lot of work in corporations. I mean, look, CEOs are kind of like just, you know, grown up kids and, and in suits, Um, but teenagers, yeah, (laughs) but teenagers are really, um, I just, I have such a, a love for, um, what they offer the world and their wisdom. And there's a lot of stress right now, uh, especially if you're transitioning, going back to school or going back to work with, you know, whatever the climate is in your town and wherever you're listening to this is, but teenagers really have a gift. And I think that their level of stress is higher than maybe any other time on the planet. And giving them these tools is such a gift. I teach a class. um, I do a free course for kids and I do a paid course for kids, but I really encourage parents and kids to do these things together because even if you just stop for 60 seconds and you look at each other in the eye or you just like and even when you're brushing your teeth, tell your child, just consciously remind them to take some deep breaths. Um, the one thing I do for my teenager, I've done this since she was really little, is I give her a foot massage and I've taught her how to give herself a foot massage at night because it helps really slow down the, the thinking and really get back into the body. And I think that's what really is what our kids need right now is that body wisdom to remember they came here for a reason. They've got big destinies and we need, it's our job as parents to give them the tools to succeed. And managing emotional stress is one of those huge tools that I think is important to offer. Okay. But I have boys and their feet stink. I'm not touching their feet. Is there, can I touch <laughs> <laughs> like, get away from me. Fair enough. But you know, you could also massage their hands. You could teach them to do it. You teach them to do it. And I've got a terrific breath work video um, on my mastermind class. It is actually just these little pressure points. So I teach acupressure and kids love it. I think it's kids and, and adults actually, because it is such a simple meditation to literally just massage your hands. You could be in the middle of a meeting and do it. You can be right. You could be in your sleeping or when you wake up rather when you do it. It's just a simple, um, beautiful way to calm the mind. So, okay. Well, you just led me to my next question. So how can people find you and find you on social media and your masterclass? 
So the best way to look for me is on Instagram at celebrate every day. So I founded this wellness company and it is my mission to, to investigate with curiosity, the present moment over and over and over again. And I fail miserably all the time. So I think that's worth maybe paying attention to as well. And then for my mastermind class um, and failure is success in my mind. Um, and then my mastermind class is on uh, the mastermind.com and it's under celebrate every day. So look for celebrate every day. And my guest, Kathy Riva, thank you so much. Do you have anything else before we wrap it up? You think we, no. I think we hit it all. I, feel I think we hit it. And I, I just think that you're amazing. You're doing great things for the world. So keep it up. And I'm okay. so thankful to be here. Thanks, Kathy. I really appreciate that. Okay, we are going to wrap it up. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. We have a new pro-aging podcast weekly, so please contact Warren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Take care, everybody. Until next time, breathe. Take care. Bye.